This is Valley Watch on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Good morning and welcome to Valley Watch, a show hosted by the Phoenix Fire Department and brought to you by our good friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting. My name is Allie Pardee. I am a public information specialist with the Phoenix Fire Department's public affairs section. I am joined here today by our deputy chief, Joe Meyer. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Allie. How are you? Oh, never been better. We also are joined by a very special guest, Captain Brian Giernan. Good morning. Good morning. So we are here um, hosting our annual Valley Watch show. We talk about the latest and greatest all things public safety here in the Valley. And it is a very special occasion. It is Firefighter Cancer Awareness Month. And if you follow us on social media or on our website, you can see that we are doing plenty of postings and discussions about this very important issue. And Brian, can you go ahead and just talk about, well, first of all, you are a captain with the Phoenix Fire Department, correct? Correct. How many years do you have on here? Well, actually, Deputy Chief Meyer and I got hired together in 2005. What a fun thing. Yeah, so we just hit 18 years uh, cool. just the other day. Yesterday. Yeah. That's yep. crazy. Time flies when you're having fun. Brian was 18 in the academy. Wow. I was 19, but yes, close. You Way to 18, go, Joe. Yeah. You are spreading false information on Valley Watch. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. What a fun um, concept that is. So looking at your guys' history, so we've already introduced Deputy Chief Meyer on the show, and he's given us his background. But can you go ahead and just give us your background? You know, you've been on with Phoenix for 18 years. Talk about what led you to the fire service and where you have been working throughout the department since then. Yeah, sure. So, um I actually am married. I've been married for 16 years. Uh, my wife and I have been together for about 20 or 21. We're high school sweethearts, and uh, her dad was actually a captain with the Phoenix Fire Department. Um, and I just randomly went to the station one time and rode along, and that's that was the end of that. That's I knew what I wanted to do. So I started the process. I was lucky enough to get hired young, get to go through uh, the academy with guys like Joe. Um, I was 19 years old. Um, since then we've both been to medic school together, worked throughout the city and mostly busy stations and in busy areas and worked my way, um, from firefighter to captain. And I've been a captain now for seven years. Wow. Um, I'm currently assigned to the drone program. So, which is so cool and exciting. And our very loyal listeners here at Valley Watch know all about the drone program because we have talked about it plenty. You know, Captain Overton, who's also a drone pilot. I do. Whether we like him or we don't, you know, he's been on here plenty of times and he's touted the drone program. It's awesome. But um, we are here today talking to you. You obviously wear many hats, not only the hat that you're physically wearing right now, but you are a captain working in the drone program, but you also play a very important role with the Phoenix Fire Department's RBO committee that is dedicated to preventing cancer in the fire service. Is that correct? Uh, That's correct. That's a a uh, committee that had been around, but I had joined recently and, and it tried to fill a a bigger role, if you will. So talk to me and the listeners in very, um, let's say, like, you know, at the end of the day, you guys do very critical and important work. And a lot of it goes maybe not un- like it doesn't go unnoticed, but. I I think there's a big population of people that don't really understand the correlation of cancer in the fire service. Can you give that background and then what this committee does to try and prevent it? 
Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, statistics and numbers. Most of them I don't know offhand, but firefighters, just by the nature of the job, are much more susceptible to all types of cancers. Um, and the Phoenix Fire Department, with Local 493 being progressive, um, have created basically a working group in trying to figure out ways to uh, maybe not prevent but slow down the spread or yeah. or, or acquiring cancers, trying to prevent our future firefighters from from um, contracting cancer from job-related um, issues, whether that's sleep de- deprivation mm-hmm. or exposures, um, the types of trucks we have. They're just th- This group looks at all sorts of um, ways that we can stay healthy, things that we can purchase, trainings that we can do to, to educate ourselves Absolutely. And, and prevent cancer. I know that we've been talking a lot about this and trying to create, whether it's content or messaging, and there's a line that you have said is changing the culture. And I think that that's a really big thing because, like, people don't really think about cancer in the fire service. And if we can talk about it and, you know, not that there's a stigma necessarily, but the fact that this needs to be normalized and we need to talk about preventing it and doing whatever we can. So is there any, like, examples you can talk about from the subcommittee of maybe, like, deliverables that have been put in place or maybe, like, major accomplishments? Yeah, so the subcommittee predates my joining it. Yeah. And they've they've accomplished a lot um, just recently. They uh, finished procuring what's called the storm stick, and that's a piece of equipment that attaches to a fire engine that every firefighter walks through after um, being exposed to carcinogenic mm-hmm. carcinogenic smoke, and it basically washes them off. So all of that um, came from that subcommittee. Um, talk about changing the culture. In the past, when we went through the academy, it was about we hire type A individuals that are highly motivated, and we want to prove how how good we are so we would never clean our gear because that was kind of a badge of honor well changing the culture using these storm sticks that's kind of something we've learned that that was actually um something that could carry carcinogens and Mm -hmm. and expose us more often than we needed to so that's that cancer prevention subcommittee has um identified it procured it and delivered it to the fire department and that's just one of the little thing one of the things that they've done very cool. So, Brian, like, I guess my question for you is, and for the listeners to understand also, is that when you get involved in an RBO subcommittee, you're not getting paid overtime for that. It's something that members are passionate about. You're doing research. You're finding ways to better the department and keep safety in mind for our members. Where did you find your passion to get involved in this RBO? Um, yeah, you're 100% right on that. And that's completely voluntary and it's for members that want to be involved in certain and there's all sorts of RBOs although you know ranging from all sorts of uh topics but specifically for me I was diagnosed with a uh, stage 3 non-Hodgkin's lymphoma um December 23rd 2021 um knock on wood and and thank god I've I've gone through treatments and I'm currently cancer free but a big piece of that for me is educating and trying to prevent and share my story so that other firefighters and firefighters families don't have to go through the same process that we had to go through. Now, I just got to admit to reading your story and, you know, it's funny when you go through the academy with somebody, it's been almost 20 years and you always keep tabs on people, you know, and I've always kept tabs on you. And then when I saw that you were going through that, it's actually what sparked me to go set up my appointments to go to Vincere and get mm-hmm. my screenings done. And that was, I was very impressed with with Dr. Shukula and everything that they have done, but thanks to your story, so classic firefighter, you know, tradition, we always try and find the good out of challenges 
right? So with your story got me going and others too, because I've been able to tell people about how great the experience was and the peace of mind you get. So thank you for that. Well, I appreciate that. And that was really the only reason that I actually shared my story. It was never about me per se. It was much more about helping other people and re- making them realize that it's not just, um, it can happen to anybody. Yeah. Um, the crazy thing is, is I got di- diagnosed, you know, the day before Christmas Eve by January 24th, when I saw my oncologist, I had already five people get diagnosed behind me. Crazy. Um, all within the same, less than 20 years on the fire service, um, same risk factors. So yeah. that's why it's important for me to use these platforms to get them, get the message out and hopefully prevent it in other firefighters. Well, I think that it's like so telling because you look at you and you're a young, healthy guy. Like there isn't a reality that we live in where we are like that you would be anyone that would be diagnosed with cancer. And so obviously all of us here in the room, we know Dr. Shukla. Dr. Shukla runs Vincere Cancer Center. It's based in Scottsdale. She does incredible work, not only for the Phoenix Fire Department, but for literally fire agencies across or first responders across the state of Arizona offering free cancer screenings through grant funding, all sorts of things. And because of cancer screenings, she's diagnosing firefighters earlier, saving their lives with either treatment or procedures. But the craziest thing to me is like, Obviously, before joining the fire department, I was a news reporter and I was covering a lot of stories about firefighters getting cancer, being denied, occupational, workman's comp, all that type of stuff. But Dr. Shukla has talked about that back in the day, like you had talked about with that badge of honor, like, yes, firefighters were not using the preventative measures that we are today. But the rate of them being diagnosed is not the rate what it is today, which is crazy because we're seeing younger firefighters get diagnosed that have better preventative measures. But then we look at what type of chemicals or materials are burning on these fires when there's solar panels or there's different chemicals and fumes and all that type of stuff. And it's crazy. And because of preventative measures with cancer screening, that's going to save people's lives. Yeah, absolutely. And in full disclosure, well, one, I love Dr. Shukla and Vincere. She's my do. guardian yeah. angel. Like, <laughs> yes, I will exactly. forever do anything for her. And it's not just the local level. She's actually setting the bar at the national standard mm. for what uh, firefighter treatment should be. So, But full disclosure, I had never done a pre-cancer screening. I was under the impression I'm young, I'm healthy, I have mm-hmm. zero risk factors besides being a firefighter. I've never used tobacco. I don't have cancer in my family. I don't drink energy drinks. I don't do anything that I thought was high risk. Um, my blood work at my yearly physicals were normal. Like mm-hmm. I figured if I had cancer, it'd show up in my blood work. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time I recognized the lump under my chin, I would ha- already had stage three non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which was in my chin, my armpit, my chest, my stomach, and my groin. So... Had I gone to her, she would have found it two years prior because I know that I had had lumps for at least two years. Um, mm-hmm. So the pre-cancer screening and, and what she's done is revolutionary and making a huge impact on the cancer prevention. So that's that's what I would recommend to people, especially younger firefighters, is it can happen to anybody. Yeah. So what made me really curious or aware when you had come up with your diagnosis in the academy Brian was a specimen, and he was a swimmer in high school. 
And he was the one that set all the records, made all of us older guys. Our own look Michael Phelps. Terrible. If you will. Yes. <laughs> I'm still a specimen, I just a different type. <laughs> all right. Don't go tooting your own horn now. Yeah. As, as we're pulling muscles and hamstrings, he's setting records. And that's just, you know, then, if, then you hear that Brian came, you know, gets diagnosed with cancer. For me, it was terrifying because, again, he was the specimen. He yeah. was the. He was the bar that we knew we could never live up to anymore, you know. Yeah. So it just it's it's so sporadic on and who it, who it can affect. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, thank you for sharing your story. Like that's incredible. And obviously, our listeners are not all firemen, but this is just another reminder of how cancer is impacting the fire service. But also, you know, the average public go get your annual checkups, all that type of stuff. So, you know, as we said when we started this. Our time was going to go quick. We have, you know, just a little bit of time left. Is there anything else you'd like to say, Brian? No, I just, I think I'd like to thank the Phoenix Fire Department, the local 493, Vincere, my family, for all the support that going through this. Um, the fire department has wrapped their arms around me, both, you know, informally and formally, allowing me to be in the position that I'm in. And that's why I'm on the drone truck as well, is is that's another potential way of decreasing um exposures for firefighters. So I just, I'm very thankful and I feel very blessed. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and joining us today. You know, we can't talk about it enough. And, um, you know, stay tuned on Phoenix Fire social media for more about Firefighter Cancer Awareness Month. And thank you for joining us here on Valley Watch. Hope you have a great Sunday. Stay safe, Phoenix.